So we honor God on tonight. Father God, we honor you. We glorify you. We magnify your name on tonight. God, as I open my mouth, I thank you for speaking for me and speaking through me. I thank you, Father God, that on tonight, Father God, that your people hearts are open and receptive to hear and receive what you have to say unto them on tonight. Father, I thank you and I praise you for my helper, my teacher, which is the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I thank you for the power that will be released through this word as this word is spoken on tonight. And I bind every hindering spirit right now in the name of Jesus. And I plead the blood of Jesus in the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. I thank you, Father God, for how he died for our sins, Father God, and how he rose again on the third day, God, with power. We just thank you and we just praise you. And Father, I thank you that I have been crucified with Christ. And it's no longer I who live, but it's Christ who lives in me. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to go through a lot of scriptures so you can stand through the first one and you can sit through the rest. How about that? Go with me to Jeremiah, the 23rd chapter, verse 16. Jeremiah, the 23rd chapter, verse 16. Let's hear what the Spirit of God has to say unto the people of God. And this is God speaking. Thus says the Lord of hosts, hearken not unto the words of the prophets that prophesy unto you that make you vain. They speak a vision of their own heart and not out of the mouth of God. Let me say this again. Thus said the Lord of hosts, hearken not unto the words of the prophets that prophesy unto you. They, they make you vain. They speak a vision of their own heart and not out of the mouth of God. This is what God is saying um, for the year of 2019, I have several prophetical words that God is speaking. The first one is beware of the false prophets that are among you. Beware of the false prophets and false teachers that are among you that's doing lying wonders. And we have to know in this day, in this hour, to be able to know those that are among us. We're supposed to know those that labor among us. Don't go for any and everything just because somebody say, Lord, Lord. The Bible say everybody that say, Lord, Lord, don't know him. We got Christians that saying, Lord, Lord, but they really don't know him. So you have to be in alignment with the word of God to know what God is saying in this day and this hour. Because it's people that's going before God and they're saying this is what God is saying and this is not what God is saying. God say, do not believe the words of people that do not know him and that's not in the word of God to know him and that do not have a relationship with him. He um, was showing me and how he showed me this part of this prophecy. He showed me one night two people. He showed me their faces just as clear and I know these people. And one person, um, I was speaking to both people, but they were believing lying wonders. They were believing the people that they were around. It was one um, person that I told what the Bible was saying concerning what was happening in the midst of them. That person began to humble themselves and hear the word of the Lord. The second person began to cry. And that person was crying because they say, I do not want to come down off of what I believe. They were saved, but they would not come down. But they were crying in the midst of it because they want to stay in the place that they were. Then I saw another person, well-known, 
people were following this person. And I was wondering, okay, God, I had a broom and I was sweeping. As this person was passing by, I was sweeping and God was letting me know that's the time that I'll be sweeping up mess that's going on around people that they don't even see themselves. You have to open your eyes and be able to see what God is doing in this day and in this hour because everybody that say God said don't know what God is saying. If they're not spending time with God, if they don't have a relationship with God, they will lead you astray and they will lead you in a way that God is not going. And the Bible tells us that in these last days that the elect will even be fooled by false prophets and false teachers. He began to take me back to the book of Joshua, the ninth chapter, and some of y'all may be familiar with this. Y'all know Joshua was a great leader. Joshua began to seek God when he could not overtake Ai. He took Jericho, but he could not overtake Ai. So he went into fasting and prayer, and he was asking the Lord, why could not we overtake Ai? And God let him know that he had someone in the midst of him that took the accursed thing that should not have been taken. So we know who took the accursed thing, and they um, was gotten rid of out of the camp. They could not win a battle with the enemy in the camp. And we can have enemies amongst us that look like they're for us, but they're not for us. Because anybody that's out of um, the word of God, that's not doing what God is requiring them to do through the word, they can become your enemy. So the part I'm getting to, Joshua, he was the person that was hearing God. He was the leader. He was the one that was leading the people. But then Joshua and them won so so many battles that the people became afraid of Joshua. And they were trying to deceive Joshua by, you know, wearing um, old clothes, like they traveled a long way, had moldy bread, like, you know, they'd been out there for a long time, like they were not enemies dealing with Joshua. So Joshua and them let them come in the camp. And when they let them come in the camp, the Bible said Joshua did not receive counsel from the Lord. This is what's happening to the body of Christ. We're letting a lot of people come into the body of Christ, but we're not seeking the Lord. Just because they prophesy, just because they say they're coming in with a word from the Lord or trying to say they're going to heal, deliver, and set free, we let people come in because people know them by what they do. But that don't mean that God has sent them. You got to know who labor amongst you, and the only way you're going to know who labor amongst you is through the word of God. If you're not in the word the way you need to be in the word, people will deceive you. That's what the enemy want to do. He want to take the truth and he want to make it a lie. Then God began to show me. Go to 2 Timothy 4, 3 through verse 4. I want y'all to keep this word because you're going to see it. If some of you have not already seen it. 2 Timothy 3, I mean 2 Timothy 4. Verse 3, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned unto fables. This is what God is saying in the book of Timothy. For the time will come in 2019, that time is coming when they will not endure sound doctrine. You're seeing it in 2018. But it's going to be greater in 2019. You're going to see people that's turning away from the truth. 
You're going to see people that's joining different things that's not of God, but they're telling people it's of God, and this is what God has for this time of this hour. The word does not lie. And what God did, I said, okay, God, you're showing me something. Now back it up with your word. He was giving me scripture after scripture after scripture. Every place that you go in don't mean that God's in it. It may look real. You may hear somebody prophesying, but it could be through a familiar spirit. So if you don't know how familiar spirits work, if you don't know what's going on in the place, you don't need to be in the midst of that. Because these are evil times. These are evil days. Don't just go because somebody say a prophet is in the house. People are seeking prophets more than they're seeking the word of God. A prophet these days and times, the prophets that come in now, they try to stand in the place of God. That don't happen. Because a prophet in this day and time, what they're going to bring is order in the church. They're going to bring a word from the word of God, which you're going to be familiar with if you're in the word of God. They don't have to come in there and act like they run in the house like they did in the Old Testament. And you're going to know them by their fruit. God is a God of love, y'all. God speaks truth in love. Yes, he brings correction, but he brings it in love. So God is saying, you will see more false prophets and teachers like you have never, ever seen them before. And they will even fool the elect if you're not careful. You got more false prophets and teachers popping up on Facebook like never before. And a person that call themselves a true man and woman of God will not expose somebody Um, when they're telling you something in confidence. They're not going to get on Facebook Live and expose all your business and call you a wannabe. They don't do that. God don't act that way with the people of God. God is a God of love. So be careful who you are connecting to even on Facebook because the more that you feed into that doctrine, your heart become hard and you're going to turn away from the truth. Everybody that say, Lord, Lord, don't know him. So as God began to show me these false prophets and false teachers, he began to show me this also. Y'all remember in the book of Exodus when God was sending Moses to Pharaoh? This is how you're going to know a false prophet and a false teacher. Yes, it looked like it's real, false evidence appearing real, but God's power is greater than that. Remember when God sent Moses in, um, to Pharaoh And he sent him with the rod. He said, I want you to throw down that rod, and that rod is going to turn into a serpent. Moses did that. Aaron did that. But then the magicians came and threw down their rod. It was also a serpent. But guess what? Aaron's rod swallowed up their rod. God's power was greater. So they went through all of these stages with the frogs. The musicians produced the frogs. Then they went to uh, producing blood. The um, musicians did the same thing. But finally, it came to a point where they did something that they could not mimic. And they said, this is the finger of God. You're going to know by testing the spirit to see if that spirit is of God or not. How are you going to know that? Because when we test the spirit... We're going to say, did Jesus come in the flesh? If they're denying that Jesus come in the flesh, they are not of God. So you have to be careful. Everybody that say, Lord, Lord, don't know him. So we're going to have more um, false prophets and false teachers coming forth in 2019 like never before. They're going to start popping up out of the woodwork. And I'm going to tell you something. They're going to start popping up amongst you. 
people that you least expect it, the more you get into this word, you're going to find out that people that think they know don't know. They have taken on a title that was not given to them by God. They have taken on these titles to get attention from man because they want to be exalted. They want to be whom God have not called them to be, and you're going to see them fall. It reminds me in the Bible, y'all remember when it came to um, Ahab. Ahab, um, he had some prophets, and they always prophesied to him what he wanted to hear. See, we got prophets these days prophesying to people what they want to hear. They're telling them, you're going to have a car. You ain't going to be sick. You're going to get married. You're going to always have money. You got to do this. This is what God is saying to you today. But then Jehoshaphat said, do you have a prophet of the Lord amongst you? They called in that prophet. He said, he never speak good for me. So he began to speak what he wanted to hear. He said, what did I tell you? You need to quit lying to me. So he let him know that he was going to die that day. He got so mad at this man that he locked him up and he said he was coming back. He said, if you come back, God is going to be a liar. I'm paraphrasing this. But he was a true prophet of God. And guess what? He died that day. And the other prophets that said, you're going to win this battle, they were lying prophets. What am I saying? If you don't know God the way you need to know God, you're going to miss what God is saying. Do not fall for lies because you're going to see more of this popping up in 2019 greater than it has ever been before. And the ones that have been following these lies, let me tell you, I'm going back to another prophecy. In Jeremiah 29, when the people would not listen to Jeremiah, when they kept rebelling against God, God turned them over to the Babylonians. And then they got another prophet saying they're going to come out of that place. But God had already spoken. You ain't coming out of that place until the time is fulfilled. He said, because you can build houses, you might as well plant vineyards. He said, have peace where you are in the midst of your enemies. He said, have peace. He said, why? Because you ain't coming out until the time that I have told Jeremiah that you're coming out. There was another lying prophet in the midst. God is saying you got lying prophets amongst you that's taking the word of God and they're twisting it. When God is sending you this right now, it's a lying prophet ready to tell you that ain't what God is saying. And some of y'all will believe it because that's just how far you gone. Because if you're not in the word, you're going to take their word over the word of God. So we see how it was with Moses. And how um, Moses had to lead the people out. And you know the people came out. But what happened? Pharaoh's heart became more hardened. After each miracle that God did, his heart became hardened to the truth of God. And this is how some people are. Their hearts become hardened to the truth. God wants you to open up your heart like never before. And the only way your heart can be open is through the true word of God. So you have to get into the word of God and you have to test these spirits to see if they are of God. And one thing that we have to learn to do, the gifts of the spirit, discerning of spirits, you're going to have to ask God to to stir up the discerning of spirits in you to let you know, is that person of God or is that person not of God? Because God will give you an unction and let you know that's not right. Don't get involved in that. God will not leave you in that place, not unless you want to be left. That's just how much God loves you. Then God began to show me the second part of what he wanted me to share with you for 2019. He said there will be scoffers in 2019 greater 
than it has ever been before. And a scoffer is one who chooses to disbelieve God and his word. That's what a scoffer is. They will come in and they will mock you even the more. Do y'all remember when Jesus was on the cross? He had mockers. He had the ones that was in disbelief. They did not want to believe what was prophesied. They didn't want to believe the truth. So they were mockers. You're going to have mockers amongst you like never before. The way that they hated Jesus, they're going to hate you. Because they love the world more. They're going to come against what you're teaching. They're going to come against the truth. And I'm going to tell you something. They read amongst you. You have seen some of them read amongst you, but it's going to get um, stir up even more. Even the more, you're going to see more markers coming forth like never before. These markers are having disbelief in God. They're trying to make people think that you're lying, that that's not true. That's not what God is saying in this day and hour. Let me back it up with scripture. Psalms 1-1. Don't God always back up his word? He'll give it to you and he'll back it up to show you God is speaking. Psalms 1-1. And this is a word to you that God is saying, dealing with these mockers. He said, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. I want y'all to hear this. Some of y'all is walking in counsel of ungodly. You better come from amongst the counsel of the ungodly. Who is the ungodly? The ones that are not righteous. The ones that don't know Jesus. Quit taking counsel for them. Quit taking from them what they're saying is the word of God and they are ungodly. Because if they were, if they was really believing in the word, they'll be living the word. They'll turn over to him and not be turned back to the world. Amen. So it says, blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. These are the scoffers. If you're sitting amongst them and you know they're coming against the truth, why are you sitting amongst them? Whoever you associate with, that's who you become. You can say that you so saved that nobody can move you. The longer you stay with them, you can be moved because you're supposed to bring the change. If you amongst a person that is not taking godly counsel, then you need to get from amongst that person. Don't say God got me on assignment. I got to stay with that person until that person change. When you speak truth, that truth will bring change. If that person is not accepting that change, you don't have to keep beating him or her with the word of God. What you do, you seek God. You begin to say, God, what would you have me to do in this situation? That's when prayer come in. You don't keep hanging with them, going and partying with them, doing what they do and say you winning them to Christ. He said, do not even sit in the place with sinners. You can't even take counsel from them. So God is saying we're going to have more scoffers in 2019 like never before. I'm going to give you another scripture on that. Look at 2 Peter um, 3, verse 3. 2 Peter 3, verse 3. And this is what God is saying concerning them also. Knowing this first, that there shall come in the last days scoffers walking after their own lusts and saying, where is the promise of his coming? For since the fathers fell asleep, all things continued as they were from the beginning of creation. 
So what these scoffers are going to do, things that God has promised, and you haven't seen them come, they're going to be mocking you. They're going to be saying, where is God now? If he is God, why are you still going through what you're going through? How can you serve a God that have told you this and this is still happening in your life? You serving a God that told you that your husband is coming back to you. I ain't seen your husband yet. You do not sit amongst the scoffers, the ones that's going to turn you away from God. I'm reminded God always set me up with movies, y'all. There was a young girl. She was 16 years old, just turned 16. She was raised in a Christian home. And being raised in that home, she was around loving parents. And the only thing she knew was love because that's what they taught her was love. She was around godly friends that knew Jesus and had a beautiful voice. And one day her parents went out for their anniversary one night and she went to choir practice. She got a call that night that both of her parents had got in the accident. By the time she got to the hospital, both parents was dead. She had to go stay with her aunt. When she went to stay with her aunt and uncle, they did not believe God. They were scoffers. They turned away from God because of something that happened in their life. So she continued to serve God. She would continue to read her Bible. She would continue to play music. And her uncle would get so mad. He said, why don't she just shut up? I'm just leaving out of here because I don't care to hear that. So as she continued to serve God, even in their home, she come home one day from school. And her uncle said, you love God so much. Why did he kill your parents? So he was trying to make her disbelieve God. But even in, all, in spite of all of that, she was still a loving person. She met a girl that got pregnant at 15. Her daddy threw out the house. She was bringing her food. She was loving on her. The last straw that, that I saw that this young girl did, she was in a school that she was so friendly with everybody, they hated her. And they always picked on her. But she had one guy that encouraged her and that helped her get through some of her things. But one day she went to the church and she began to cry out to God. She said, God, why people don't like me? What's wrong with me? Why are these things happening to me? And the moment she said that, this minister come up to her and he began to encourage her and basically telling her, God has a plan for your life. I'm telling you, no matter what you're going through, no matter if somebody's putting you down or making you feel like you're nothing, God always sends somebody to lift you up, to encourage you in spite of what's going on around you. Did this girl go through? Was she mocked? Yes, she was mocked for what she believed. She went and watched this, this guy play ball. What she did, she opened up her book, she opened up her Bible, and she began to read the word of God. A gentleman that used to play ball came to her and began to talk to her about the word. He said, can I give you a testimony? He began to tell her how his life changed when he got hurt and he couldn't play pro ball no more. But he said, God had a plan for my life and it wasn't in pro ball. So this girl got encouraged through those testimonies. So when she got home, this uncle really got on her and told her to get out of my house. I don't want you here. She left the house. When she left the house, the teenage girl that she was helping was getting ready to kill herself. She got there on time to help this girl. She gave the girl her Bible. Now, this girl went through so much, but she was still trusting God. Why am I telling you all this? All of us are going to go through some things in our lives. We're going to be mocked. We're going to be ridiculed. We're going to be hated for the word's sake. This girl was hated for the word's sake. She was mocked. She was talked about, but she didn't give up on her faith. So her aunt... Um, 
picked her up, when her aunt picked her up, she said, please forgive my husband. He's upset because you and our daughter was born at the same time. Our daughter died, but you lived. So he has a hate for you because you remind him of our daughter. And she began to tell her aunt, God can change anybody. Now, all the hurt that this man caused with her, she still stood on her faith. At the end, this girl ended up singing in front of a lot of people, and everybody came together. And her aunt and her uncle and her, they came together, and she said, I will be here for you. 16-year-old girl, what am I saying? You're going to have people that's going to mock you. In 2019, there's going to be mockers. There's going to be haters. There's going to be people that hate you, Miracle Temple, because you're in Miracle Temple. There are going to be people that disencourage you to tell you you don't need to be in Miracle Temple. Y'all are too holy. They're going to mock you. They're going to make you feel bad. They're going to try to get you to come where they are, and they're going to tell you you're going to be free over here. I'm just laying down what God is saying. They're going to try to take you out of your place where you are. Those words, that's what markers do. They're going to tell you it's time for you to preach. They're going to tell you you got a voice to do this. They're going to tell you you got all these talents. It's welcome in our church. You ain't doing nothing where you are. Come where we are because they want to uproot you out of truth because they know that knowing the truth is going to set you free. So they want to move you where you are, from where you are. Those are markers. Those are the ones that don't want to believe God, and they don't want you to believe God. They're in a place that they don't need to be in. So God is saying, you're going to see false prophets and teachers like never before. You're going to see mockers, and they're going to try to get you to disbelieve God. Some of you probably already seen them. Some of you probably already been hated, but I'm trying to tell you today, rise up. And know who you are now that you're in Christ. And don't let these things move you. Continue in the faith. Just like Peter and them. They said, I'd rather trust God than man. I'd rather obey God than man. We got to be in a place. We read about Peter and John. We read about these disciples. But we don't take this seriously, y'all. People that hate you will try to kill you. Because that's where the enemy have them at today. I'm seeing more evil now than I have ever saw before. You have to be careful who you talk to, how you talk to them, what you say. Because people right now, they don't want to hear nothing about God. You got people that are so angry that say, where was God when I was going through this? So you got to know God for yourself. So when you come upon these things, you will know how to handle it. False prophet prophets, markers, you're going to see in 2016. Go to Jude 118, 2019, Jude 118. I'm giving you scriptures to back it up. And the Bible says here, how that they told you there should be markers in the last time who shall walk after their own ungodly lusts. So God is backing this up to let you see it through the word. So I gave you three scriptures. Now I want to tell you what else God has has shown me for 2019. God was telling me today, he said, I'm wrapping up presents. Y'all know how it is when you wrap a present and whatever you wrap, when people unwrap it, you're excited. It's wrapped up though, right? But this is what God said. I'm wrapping up promises. He said, and I'm handing them out in 2019. He said, I'm fulfilling my promises. 
in 2000. And I said, God, what are you saying? And when he showed me, I could just see a present in my hand. He said, things that you have hold on, held on to, that you didn't let go of, in spite of what it looked like, in spite of what it appeared to be, he said, I'm going to fulfill my word. So God has given out promises for 2019 that you've been waiting on for so long, that you've been crying out to God about, and you have held on to that promise. 2019, you can open it up. Because God said he is releasing his promises, his fulfillment to what he has said to you because you have held on to his word. And this is, I say, okay, God, you, you telling me this. Because when he said, I'm wrapping up promises, I said, God, what do you mean by wrapping up? Because he'll show you different things. And I said, you got to show me in the word what you're talking about. He took me, y'all, and he'll take you to what you're familiar with to show you that he is talking. That's why you got to know how to hear his voice. In Genesis 18, this is what he took me to. Now, it said in verse 11, Now Abraham and Sarah were old and well-stricken in age, and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself, saying, After I am waxed old, shall I have pleasure, my Lord, being old also. So God knew that Sarah laughed. But this is what God said in 14. Is anything too hard for the Lord? Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the time appointed, I will return unto thee according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. So God was saying, when he met Abraham, this time next year, you're going to have your son Isaac. He gave him an appointed time. Some of y'all have not had an appointed time from God. You had a promise in your hand that was wrapped up. It was yours. It was in there. But you didn't know the timing of when God was going to fulfill it. See, God has a timing to fulfill things that we try to go ahead of God and fulfill. And God said, no, it's not the time. God said, I have to prepare you for what I'm giving to you. Some of us want to get things from God and we're not prepared for what God has for us. God said, I'm molding you and I'm shaping you. He said, I'm the potter and you are the clay. And I'm going to mold you and shape you the way I need to mold you and shape you. So those that have waited on me. See, you have to learn to wait on the Lord. You have to learn to take that promise and you have to hold that promise in your hand and say, God, this is what you said. Even though you're going through difficult situations in your life, you got to take that promise before you and say, God, this is what you said. And God, when you're ready to manifest what you have put in my hand, what you have put in my heart, God, you're going to manifest it. It don't matter what it looked like. It don't matter what it appeared to be. God, that's what you said. And I'm going to stand on what you said. So it's going to be a lot of things that's going to be unwrapped. In 2019, for those that have held on to the word, for those that had little, God said, I'm going to make it much. He said, because you trusted me and I can trust you with what I prepared for you. So God said, it's going to be a promises that's going to be fulfilled and unwrapped in this house. He said, you've been faithful. You've been true to my word. You had markers. You had people that hated you because you were standing on what I said. But God said, my promises 
They're going to be fulfilled. And God sets an appointed time for that. Some of you have been disencouraged because you're saying, God, what's going on? Seems like nothing has changed. But God said, you forget, I change not. He said, the moment I gave it to you, it was already done. But there's a time appointed for people to see and know that I am God. He said, see, if God done things early in your life, you wouldn't appreciate what God is doing for here and now. God said, if I'd done what you wanted me to do then, you wouldn't have known it was me. He said, but through all the trials and all the tribulations and all the tossing and the turning and the worrying, God said, you're getting ready to unwrap. You're getting ready to unwrap what I have for you. God said, I have heard your cry. Some of you have been waiting a long time like Abraham. But God told him this time. Next year, he said, you're going to have you and Isaac. But look at Abraham's life, y'all. He got hooked up with Hagar. That wasn't part of God's plan. He had to go through with Hagar because he went ahead of God. But God said, I'm still going to fulfill what I said. He said, you're still going to be able to unwrap what I said in the time appointed. It's not going to be your time. It's going to be my time. Quit whining, quit complaining, and saying, God, when? Just know it's yours, and I'm going to give it to you at the appointed time, not when you think you want it, because some of you ain't ready for what I have. Because you're complaining over little stuff. So God said, you ain't ready. He said, so I had to prepare you for what I'm giving you. It was already yours, but I couldn't give it to you yet. He said, just like Jesus, he was a promise. He, but he couldn't come until the time appointed. And that's what we miss with God. And then the next thing that he showed me with this, he showed me Joseph. I said, God, what's up with Joseph? He said, you know how I gave Joseph a promise, but that promise couldn't be unwrapped until the appointed time. He said, Joseph went through some things with family. Some of y'all are going through things with family that you never thought family would do to you. Come on, somebody. You never thought family would hurt you. You never thought family would disappoint you. You never thought family would turn you in. But God said, it's an appointed time. So he was preparing Joseph for the position that he had for Joseph. So Joseph had to go through with family. So when family turned him over, don't you know family will turn you over to get what they want? Family would turn people over to get what they want. They were jealous of Joseph. Joseph went in the pit. He come out of the pit. Guess, well, he went to the pit, to the prison. But everywhere that Joseph went, they could not touch Joseph. Why? Because he stayed focused on what God said. He didn't get out of position of where God was carrying him. He had to decree and declare, you're going to be bowing down before me. Joseph didn't know what was going to happen, but he spoke the word of God. And he had to wait on God. Don't you know when he was in prison, he said, ain't nobody bowing down to me. But actually they were. Because he was in prison running the prison. They had to talk to Joseph. God gave him favor in the prison. What am I saying? Some of you feel like you're in a prison. Feel like you're in lockdown. But God said, I'm preparing you for the palace for 2019. 
He said, I'm preparing you for a place that I'm taking you that no man can take you out of. And then in the prison, God was using him to interpret dreams. Come on, even in your prison, God used you to encourage others while you're going through where your heart is. Come on, I know God is talking to somebody. Your heart is burning. You said, everybody getting blessed except me. And here I am serving you. Everybody's getting something except me. But God, you say it. Come on, we got some prison people in here tonight. God is saying you're getting ready to break out. Because you waited a long time. Nobody know your trouble. When they call your house, you encouraging them. You saying God can. But on the inside, you in lockdown. Come on, I know God is speaking. But Joseph, even in lockdown, he continued to serve God. Where are the ones that continue to serve God even when you're in lockdown and feel like there ain't nowhere out? But you say, God, I'm going to serve you with everything that's in me, no matter how they talk about me, no matter what's going on in my life. I'm going to serve you because I'm coming out. We got to understand the devil think he got you locked up, but God said, I got you in position for where I'm taking you. He said, I'm raising you up in 2019. He said, I'm not going to let you die like this. Mm -mm. And the ones that he interpret the dream. Oh God, going somewhere. The one that you helped and they come out of prison and you said, don't forget about me. Don't forget to mention me. Then when they get out, they don't mention you. You in lockdown for another long time and you saying, wait a minute. Is it taking you this long to tell the king about me? But God said, you ain't ready yet. He said, you got to stay a little while because you depending on them and not depending on me. You got to depend on what I said. And the Bible says, after two years, <laughs> after two years, then Pharaoh began to have dreams. God, why you want to wait two years to let him dream? Because it was his appointed time. And he interpreted the dream. And he got put in a high position. God says some of y'all going to get put in a high position. Because you waited on the Lord. So he went from the pit to the prison to the palace. He went from the pit to prison. To the palace. That's where some of y'all been. And some of you still in the pit. Because you refuse to come out. Because you ain't trusting God. You still there whining and complaining about what somebody done. Instead of coming out of the pit. As soon as you get out of a place. The enemy tried to put you in another place. But God said you ain't going to be there long. He said because I'm taking you to the palace. But the Holy Spirit is saying. Some of you went to the palace and don't supposed to be there. Because you put yourself in that place and you coming down. He said you coming down because you put yourself in a place that I did not position you in. 
y'all going to see leaders coming down like never before because they've been positioned wrong and they've been positioned because of the money, not because of God. People have put them in high positions to give them what they need to get where they're going, but they're coming down. You're going to see people coming down in 2019 that you listened to, that you thought that you could trust, that you've been sending your money to to get a word. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That been trying to tell you about you and it made you feel good for a moment. So Joseph, so we looked at Abraham a year. God said, you're going to have Isaac. But he waited 25. But God finally gave him appointed time. See, God is talking to you tonight, those that waited for a long time. Those that trusted God. And I'm going to say this. Some of you, y'all let God go. You didn't hold on to what he gave you. You let it go because you thought you could fix it. You didn't trust God with what he gave you. Because you thought man knew better than God. But those that have really held on to God's word that's been waiting a long, long time, 2019, God's going to show you that he is God. He's going to show you that he is God. So it was two years with Joseph. But then God showed me something else. I'm telling you what, God is just so good. I'm going to give y'all the final. We went from one year to two years, right, that people were waiting. Then God showed me this. 2 Kings 7, chapter 7. Listen at what God told Elijah. Then Elijah said, hear ye the word of the Lord. Y'all hearing this? Then Elijah said, hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord, tomorrow, about this time, Shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shackle and two measures of barley for a shackle in the gate of Samaria? Then a Lord on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God and said, Behold, if the Lord would make windows in heaven, might this thing be? And he said, Behold, thou shalt see it with thine eyes, but shall not eat thereof. Let me tell you what the Lord gave me with that. I said, Okay, God, what that have to do with fulfilling your promise? One year, two years. And some of y'all are going to see it tomorrow. Because God said, you waited. You trusted me. And Elijah spoke, tomorrow, this is what God said is going to happen. They didn't believe Elijah. But guess what? It happened. Just like Elijah said. 2019, you're going to hear people saying, what I have waited on, God has fulfilled. God has to prepare you for where he's taking you. Part of our anxiety is coming in through us trying to open up something God said you ain't ready for. Part of your anxiety is coming in because you're trying to open up what God says you're not ready for. Healing is already yours. Deliverance, prosperity, everything you have is already yours. God has already given it through his son. But some things that you have been calling out to God for, God said, I've been preparing you for what I'm going to give to you. And all of those things that you've been going through, you didn't just go through it just to be going through it, y'all. And even though you were going through it, God kept you. He kept your mind. 
He kept you through those things that you were going through because sometimes you felt like you couldn't be kept. Sometimes you felt like giving up and saying enough is enough. I don't know what to do. Sometimes you went to other means, but then you come right back to God. Come on, we all done it. Well, let me check over here. But God said, no, you need to check over here. Because God is preparing you for where he's taking you. Don't let the enemy make you feel like God ain't going to do what he said. All through this word, God done exactly what he said. And he done it at his appointed time. So whatever you've been, oh, jobs. God said 2019, there is going to be a release of jobs. But it's going to be for those who waited on God when it was flipping burgers. It's going to be for those who took what they could take without complaining and say, God, I trust you. If this is where you want me to be, I'll stay here until you tell me to move. God, I thank you for this job. Even though it's minimum wage, my bills are still getting paid. God got something for you in 2019. Because you gave him glory for where you were. You didn't try to take it upon yourself and go somewhere else just because you wanted more money. But you trusted God. And in trusting God, he prepared you on that job where you are to take you to greater. So this is why God is saying in 2019, you're going to see false prophets like you never saw them before. You're going to see mockers like you never saw them before. People that's going to ridicule, that's going to hate you like they have never hated you before without cause. Because of who you represent, you're going to walk in a room and people are going to talk about you like never before, like they have been around you all your life. You're going to see that when you even bring out a scripture in front of somebody that you thought you knew, they're going to get mad for no reason. You're going to see all of these things in 2019 like never before. And you're going to see promises fulfilled that you have been, been waiting and waiting and waiting. You just need to give God glory. For what God has already done. Dear, I hear two songs. You've been faithful and true. It's your time. 